John Neighbors here of 1037 The Buzz. It is Arkansas Day. Sam Pittman uh, just took to the microphone, said a lot of good things. And, and something I, get, I, I knew coming into it, but I guess I didn't realize until he kind of broke it down, Arkansas's got a lot of returners coming back, both offensively, defensively, all three coordinators. Three wins last year for Sam Pittman in the COVID year. What is the next step for Arkansas? I think it's just a matter of continuing to build on what they did in year one. Obviously, three wins. Should have been four, let's be honest. They won that Auburn game. They got screwed in that. But uh, there was a lot of positives to take from it. And I think that everyone saw that Sam Pittman and his coaching staff has what it takes to, to put together a team and to, to get them motivated because I think that was the thing that they were lacking. It wasn't talent. It was just motivation and, and structure. He provided that. Now it's just a matter of can you build upon that, maybe get to a point to where – He's winning, say, seven games this year. If he could get to a seven and five year, I think Razorback fans in general would be ecstatic because it means that he's continuing to go in the right direction. He's returning a lot of guys. Uh, some of them are quality, some of them are not, but you feel like with the offseason development, they'll be really good. But uh, at this point in time, people are optimistic, but still wait and see for the most part. Eli Drinkwitz also this morning was asked kind of who is uh, Missouri's number one rival, and uh, he said Arkansas, and Sam Pittman was asked what he thought about that rivalry with Missouri, and he said, been on the losing end of it here of late, but it's it's the number one rival according to uh, Arkansas, that being Missouri. Um, Georgia is on the schedule yet again this year for Arkansas. That can't be fun, obviously, for the fan base and all that. What do you make of the schedule and playing the Bulldogs twice and, and uh, having Missouri each and every year? Well, it's funny, like Sam Pittman said, he's like, I think we're the defending national champions of the hardest schedule. And yeah. he says last year and this year, and he may be a three-peat next year. But there's that's not just the way it goes. I mean, obviously the COVID year last year made it to where Arkansas played Georgia and Florida, uh, which was a difficult thing. But Georgia was on the schedule this year no matter what. Like This is now back to normal, and this was going to be par for the course. So uh, it's not surprising, but that's just the way it is in the SEC West, and it's the way it goes as far as the rotation on the SEC East. But as far as Missouri being the rival, listen, I get why Sam Pittman does it. Eli Trinkwitz, he's he's kind of a goober where he wants to, you know, make it to where somebody's paying attention as far as a rival goes. He takes shots, which is fine. That's just kind of a shtick. But Arkansas-Missouri is not a rival at this point. It's just not. It, it's a game that's kind of been forced into that because neither team had a rival in this conference. And they're like, oh, let's put this together and make this work. Uh, I know Razorback fans, if you ask them, what, if you said, what game would you want to win the most on this year's schedule in the SEC, I promise you Missouri would probably be fifth or sixth on the list. Like, it's just not one that they put priority on. Now, Missouri, if they want to put Arkansas up there, that's fine. But, I mean, I think Arkansas would much rather, of course, beat Alabama. They'd rather beat Georgia. They'd rather beat LSU. They'd rather beat Ole Miss. They'd rather beat A&M. Like, they would take those wins and a loss to Missouri any day of the week. So, to me, if that's, what's lo- that's what it looks like, it's not really a rivalry. Sam Pittman, one of the most well-respected assistant coaches, certainly offensive line coaches uh, in, in the entire country. What does the Arkansas fan base think of Sam Pittman? I know it's it's one year, it was a COVID year and all that, but you know, entering year two, what's kind of the, the, the thought process with uh, the coach on campus right now? I think that everybody is extremely happy with Sam Pittman in the regard of the fact that he loves Arkansas and he wants to be there. Chad Morris was someone who was completely in over his head and had no idea what he was doing. Red Bielma, you know, he, he talked about embracing Arkansas, but he didn't really love Arkansas. He didn't love being here. Uh, and Bobby Petrino in, in before, you know, he loved Arkansas, but he wasn't an Arkansas guy. He was just a great coach. So it, it, Arkansas, it goes a long way in a state like that where it just means where you have someone that wants to be there, that loves your Razorback mascot, that loves calling the Hogs, and continues to say it and continues to preach it to his players. It shows that he gets it. He gets the culture. He gets what this means to people and the football team. So from that aspect, 
uh, everyone loves him. I mean, I have not met one person, not only in Arkansas, but even here at SEC Media Days, that has said, I don't really care for Sam Pittman. Everyone loves Sam Pittman. They always root for Sam Pittman, and it's because of reasons like that. So they love him. It's just a matter of continuing to build upon last year, win more games, be competitive. If he does that again this year and continues to get better and better as the season goes on, uh, there's going to be no reason why Razorback fans aren't absolutely ecstatic about the job he's done. All right, so branching out now, the story of college football right now that came down Wednesday afternoon when Texas A&M had its turn here at SEC Media Days was a report from the Houston Chronicle stating that uh, Oklahoma and Texas are inquiring about getting into the SEC. Your initial thoughts, do you think this could work? What would you make of it? I hope it happens. I really do. As a, ra- as a guy who grew up as a Razorback fan and from Arkansas, I hope it happens. And I know a lot of people in Arkansas may not, but my point is, is that Arkansas and being in the SEC is great, but when you're in the SEC West, the closest team to you, geographically speaking, is Oxford, Mississippi, which is six and a half hours away from Fayetteville. That's ridiculous. Like, name any other school in a Power Five conference where that's the closest team. Maybe I guess West Virginia is probably in that case, but still, they need they need people in there and from other places too. Like, uh, you know, Oklahoma's only three and a half hours away, uh, so they want to play Texas every year because the old rivalry and everything. So I think just. The, the competitiveness, the rivalries, it would all be really good. So this is kind of a loaded question. I know you have time to think about it. It's kind of a, a topic for radio hosts like ourselves you know, right now. But if this were to happen, if you were the decision maker, how would you realign? Would you realign? Would you put Oklahoma in the East like kind of they did Missouri in the East? What would you do kind of off the top of your head if this were to be a thing? I saw the pod thing that they wanted to put together. I think it was the SEC Network yeah. that may have done it where there's like three different pods. I wouldn't be totally against that idea because you get more rotation that way. Um, honestly, though, I have been a big proponent of doing away with divisions. Just have it where your SEC championship game is the two best SEC teams. Nine game schedule, play all the SEC teams you can. Just make it work that way. That's been the way I would have done it. All right, biggest thing you're looking for, kind of your biggest storyline in college football this season is, uh, you know, kickoff really is just, you know, just a couple of weeks away. And, of course, plenty of stuff to get here at SEC Media Days this week. What are you looking forward outside of the uh, the Razorbacks? What are you looking forward to this season? Ah, oh, man, that Georgia-Clemson game, yeah. game one. I, I, don't, I don't think it gets any better than that. I mean, that could be a, a little preview into a college football playoff game. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm looking forward to just seeing, like, what some of these, now that we're out of a COVID year, you know what? What? How good is Mike Leach actually? You know, is he going to be a guy that can't get done in the SEC or what? You know, Lane Kiffin is he a guy that's kind of goofy? Can he actually make Ole Miss be relevant? I don't know. And Brian Harson, like at Auburn, <laughs> can he do what Gus Malzahn? Apparently, uh, they didn't feel like he was doing a good enough job. So I think just like the newness, getting back to normal, and of course having full stadiums, man, and the atmospheres and the energy. Uh, I'm just looking forward to having it normal again, just like everybody else, because it's just so much fun to have college football, so hopefully it stays that way. Which is the thoughts on Josh Heupel at Tennessee? Sorry. Uh, Yeah, so i got to keep coughing over here. Uh, (laughs) Josh Heupel, you know, I don't know. I feel like, just being honest, if I was a Tennessee fan, I would be so discouraged. And it has nothing to do with Josh Heupel. It's just with what's gone on the past 10 years. Like, I know Arkansas's had it bad with Chad Morris and that debacle and Brett Bielma and and the Bobby Petrino motorcycle accident. Like, it's been bad. But at Tennessee, it's just like, like, Arkansas at least had moments. You know, like, Bobby Petrino had the moments. Brett Bielma, like, was a pretty rock star hire at the time. And even he had some moments. But, like, with Tennessee, you've had... You know, the Derek Dooley experiment. We had Lane Kiffin leaving after one season. The Derek Dooley experiment not working out. 
Um, you, you had the fiasco with Butch Jones at the end. Then you had the thing with Greg Schiano where you hired him, and then the outcry was saying no. Then they hire instead, um, of course, his name just escaped me, uh, the, the Tennessee uh, or the former Alabama defense coordinator. Um, Oh, Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, I got all the coaches mixed up. I thought you were going in a different direction. But yeah, oh, Jeremy yeah. Pruitt. Yeah, 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 but Jeremy Pruitt, you know, they hire him, and then, you know, Phil Fulmer's there, and then all of a sudden they all, you know, they get fired, and then Phil Fulmer goes away, and then, you know, he's talking about Mike Leach with talking about the coup d'etat. Like, there was just, I'm like, good grief. It, it is, all, it's, ne- there's not one, been really one season, so it's like, I feel bad for Josh Hype. I think he'll do all right. I mean, he's good at UCF, and I mean, in terms of like his philosophy, what he's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, I think he's got the right idea, and it's just a matter of, just like everybody else, can you recruit? Can you put together a great staff? Can you just get it done on the field? I think he's, it's absolutely possible, but, you know, just with what Tennessee's been through, it'd just be hard for me as a Tennessee fan to be like, I am all in on Josh Heupel right now. Like, maybe he'll be great, but with what everything that they've gone through, I actually feel bad for him. Like, it's been a, it's been a rough go for Tennessee fans. Oh, the listeners are going to love to hear that. All right, last thing I got for you, uh, SEC champion and uh, college football playoff teams. If you have me, you, you can give a couple of teams. What's your predictions here? And how do you think the Hogs are going to do this year? Well, as far as the predictions go there, I mean, do, do, I, do I just need to do chalk like every time? Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, you know, I don't know. Honestly, though, like, I, I don't think Alabama's going to make it this year. That's kind of my bold prediction. I, and um, I, don't, I don't think they're going to make it. I think that Georgia is actually going to be the team out of the SEC. I think Georgia's finally going to get over that hump, and they're going to win the SEC. I probably would have them winning the national championship. But I think Ohio State's going to be back there. Um, I think Clemson's going to be back because uh, in the ACC, you know, I think obviously they're the, they're the toughest team. The, the wild card, though, is like, is it going to be Oklahoma? Like, is it going to be that team? Or is it going to be like a Notre Dame? You know, are they going to bring it to? Uh, that's the ultimate question. But uh, I just know I, I don't think Alabama's going to be in it this year. But as far as uh, the Razorbacks go, <laughs> I picked them to finish third in the West. And the only reason, main reason I did that, I was like, oh, what is the best case scenario for Arkansas? So I was like, I look at the schedule. I was like, they can beat, like, let's just say they go 4 0. They beat Texas at home in week two. Say they do that 4 0 in non conference play. They can beat Missouri. They can beat Mississippi State. They can beat Auburn. They can beat Ole Miss. They can maybe even beat LSU, you know, just depending on what Ed Orgeron does. So, best case scenario, because I don't think they're going to beat Bama, they're not going to beat Georgia, and I'm not going to beat AM, I don't think. So, it just said the ball bounced their way completely, and everything went just perfectly according to plan. But how often does that happen now? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> but that's I'm saying their ceiling could be something like eight and four, nine and three. No. I think the worst case scenario is they go about five and seven. So realistically, in the middle there, I probably have them going six and six. Uh, just they win. I think that they will be Texas. I really do in gate in week two. But only probably get two SEC wins, just to, just to be fair about it. Um, I don't know which, especially with the, they have to go to LSU, to Bama, to Georgia, and to Ole Miss. Like that's their road schedule, and then A and M and Arlington. So, uh, but yeah, give me give me give me them at six and six, just to be safe about it, and I'll probably roll with that.